Welcome to the Shared Share Podcast, Stories from School, where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening. Well, I am sitting here with the dear and lovely, wonderful Brian Williams, who is a great friend of mine as well. Um, he teaches Pay It Forward and government at Grand Haven High School. I'm glad to have a conversation with you. And why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am. So I've been a teacher at Grand Haven now for 23 years, and I have a wife also who teaches at the high school as well. She teaches English. And so I work as a social studies teacher. Pay It Forward is kind of a new experience for me in the last eight years-ish. And then I've been teaching Gov and Econ. And I also have been a student senate advisor most of my career too, which has kind of impacted a lot of kind of how I work within the community as well. Mm -hmm. So So I thought you would be interesting to interview because I love the Pay It Forward thing. We've had conversations about that for many years. but then also just who you are as a person, you know, and yeah. I want to learn more about that sure. too. So yeah. first, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Pay It Forward class, and then you mentioned these other things, which are the bulk of what you're doing, yeah. you know, what is it all about? Sure. So several years ago, we had a conversation, I had actually had a conversation with some colleagues, including you, about like how we could maybe bring some new classes to the table. They might be cross-curricular, et cetera. And one of the things we talked about was a senior seminar sort of class where we could maybe get more involved in the community. And so I decided to take that and, and run with it. What I had had is I have experience like as a teacher, right? And at the same time, I have experience being student senate. So like I'm kind of out there in the community and I know how to do project stuff. I also, and I don't know how much we've talked about this, but I also work on programs called Future Prep. So, yeah. we, help, so we help solve problems for some of our local businesses and nonprofits in the area and I've worked with Shape and Spectrum and Grand Haven Township Fire Department and Tri-Cities Historical Museum so I have this like block of how to take projects and help answer questions and solve get get solutions to complex problems Mm -hmm. and so given the chance of pay it forward one of the things that I felt like I wasn't giving students was like a real opportunity to get involved in their community which as the government side of me I felt like politically that's or socially as a human being as a giver to your community that's the best way to get involved so I started to think about what that might look like one of the things that I think is super important is understanding empathy and I know that a lot of people like use that word and they try to figure out how to make that work for them and one of the things that I thought was best included and pay it forward was an opportunity to speak to a series of individuals who had experienced difficulties in their life. And that could be anything from poverty to drug abuse to mental health issues to um, sexual abuse. And so if we had individuals who were willing to tell their stories to people about, um, about that situation, it might give us a better sense of like, how do people get stuck? Or how do people find themselves in a situation where they truly can't fight out of it with some additional assistance. And then as an extension of that, 
what kind of nonprofits exist in Grand Haven as a way to like link those people together. And then as an extension of that, as a human being who is now a senior in high school, because this class is only for seniors, what is my responsibility with that? So all of those things combined are what I tried to bring together to make Pay It Forward. Uh, what what I have have come to, I think, make it is a pretty unique experience. Yes. So the kids speak really highly of it, and and the Share Chair podcast is about story, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about bringing us together through our stories and realizing that we have more in common than we think, and also our differences make us special and make us strong and the more we're able to lean in and listen to each other the more we're able to grow together and become stronger so you've been doing this for seven or eight years now and the original committee for that was a group of four of us as I recall and two people wanted a senior seminar as in like a one-on-one class yeah. in a big university where right. you have a hundred kids yeah. and one teacher and you and I in. were like oh uh, no <laughs> we came to this committee <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> because we care about philanthropy and we want right. to give and we would like to like figure that out and then right. you just took off with it and it was yeah. really cool to see I love talking to my kids about the experiences that they're having in that class so when you reflect on you know this this journey where did you start and how has it grown it so one thing i had to learn because i now ask my students in the class all the time to do it is you have to be brave and take risks and this was there there was no blueprint for this this is not like being it's being taught in places all across the country it is when we're out in the community doing lots of interactions it's putting a lot of faith and trust in kids sometimes because we're off campus and so the first part I began with was like talking to like friends and my and some people that I knew in circles and kind of asking them some questions and then I remember a conversation that I had with one of our assistant principals a few years ago because she was this was prior to me doing this and I she kind of knew my journey of how I was like doing a lots of reading talking to my pastor, talking to my friends, trying to figure out how to put all this stuff together. And then I, I remember asking her, I said, do you think I should do this? And she said, I think you should do it next year. And that was literally all Aww. I needed. Yeah, that was all I needed. And that was Pam Vanderkamp, yes. who's no longer oh, here. I imagine. Yeah, and she said that to me, and that literally, that's what, that's what jump-started it. It gave me the confidence to say, okay. And then at that point, I was all in and it was a really hard first year to do it because so, again a lot of pieces to bring together but um, it was it was very empowering so that's mm-hmm. how the process got started I forget the second part of your question and, and how has it grown like what do you what yeah. have you learned and mm. I mean obviously it's continuing yeah and it and I know what I hear trickle down you yeah. know from the kids and stuff but why what do you think are the merits of this? What's the Good. big idea? How yeah, has like it grown? That. So one of the things that I, that people probably find is odd. If they, if they know me only as Brian Williams' Pay It Forward teacher, and I've had this conversation with you, is that the other significant part of my teaching is in government. And so one might, if you look at those two classes, see those things that they, they're so different from each other. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that is frustrating for me as a person who loves politics and loves engaging and having really thoughtful conversations with people is that our conversations, at least some of that I see, have become toxic where 
people are not really interested in engaging and learning more about what your perspective is. And and there's and common ground is like really bad. It's you're almost like anti for Republican or anti pro Democrat. Remember when across the aisle was, was a, a it was a thing, yeah. <laughs> like John McCain the Maverick, you know, like and so so that that frustrates me because I want students to be good listeners of their peers. And yeah. I think like every person I every parent would want the same thing when I'm teaching their kids is like let's allow kids to hear both sides kind of gain a perspective and think for themselves and figure stuff out and one of the things that I think that we don't do very well at is establish significant and meaningful relationships with people other than maybe our spouse and kids and a close network of friends but it's really important to like establish relationships and cast your net a little bit broader and part of that is like being able to be vulnerable to people and in the vulnerability working towards um, not only telling stories is your story but also being willing to listen to other people's stories and I feel like in the political side of my head there is not enough of that that happens there's not as much individuals or many individuals that are connected through relationships and wanting to know more about each other and so what Pay It Forward gave me the opportunity to do is to kind of balance some of, some of the issues that I see that are existing in the, in the world and how people are so kind of at each other's throats. What if we have the opportunity to have conversations with people who are like-minded as well as people that are different, but not having them say, here's what I think. It's say, let me share my experience with you. Like, let me give you my, ex- let me talk about what things I've done. You know, I have a military veteran that comes in and talks about his experiences. And whatever you think about the military, that's not really the point of the conversation. The point of the conversation is like, let me hear your story about what things you encountered. And that changes you. It changes your lens. Mm-hmm. Whenever we have an experience with other people through their own lens, their stories, it gives us an, an, an opportunity to stop, to think, to ask questions. And even if we might disagree with where they end up, it provides an opportunity for us to pause and at least appreciate the human being. Yeah. And when you do that, then you want to work towards having a collegial, appropriate, engaging, fun, friendly conversation with that person because the, it, you recognize them as human first and not as something different later. And so having the opportunity to teach the class Pay It Forward opened me up to having to engage in our community and meet people who are homeless, have had significant drug addictions, have been physically and sexually abused, people who have mental health issues, people who have um, made decisions to self-harm, or people who have gotten stuck in such a bad place where... Um, people have died by suicide and hearing those stories impacts me in such a significant way and I know what it does to kids because even though like kids walking through those that battlefield is tough and there are legitimately tough moments on the other side of that especially after visiting all the amazing amazing nonprofits we have in the area it then puts them in a place of saying okay what's my responsibility in that and it's not enough for Angel Dean or Brian Williams to say, hey, we got you. Like, we're not gonna be doing this forever. At some point, we're gonna retire and do our thing, and it's gonna be their responsibility 
and especially as it relates to making an impact in your community, like legitimately what is age? It is, it's not anything but age. And so if you're able to understand people, figure out how to network with businesses, community members, etc., in a class like Pay It Forward, then what that means, my hope is, what that means is that after they graduate high school, whether they take the pathway directly to a job or training or college or whatever, that the community member that they'll be once they graduate, whether they graduate in a vocation that is connected to a job or whether they come back and learn skills, they've now had the experience when they were high school seniors Mm -hmm. of making an impact in their community. So if they choose to not do something and be significant in their community, it's quite literally a choice because they've had the experiences that proven to them that they can do those things. And so that's what Pay It Forward for me has turned into. A lot of times in my classroom, I say, look, you guys are the educated elite. I mean, the fact, by virtue of you sitting here, and you didn't know this maybe coming in, but by virtue of you sitting here and having these experiences, that means you know more. And when you know more, you have to do better. And if you don't, that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. And with the privilege that you have here comes that responsibility. And you'd be negligent if you didn't take advantage of that. And, and I don't care how you do it. Like, no, you don't. But teachers, I think, are a little bit hardwired like that, right? Yeah. Like, we think, how do we, as we grow and learn, we want to share what we've learned. And we want them to take those lessons. And I'm not saying content. I'm saying, you know, the empathy, mindset, awareness, growth mindset. All of that stuff is such, we know it to be really, really powerful. We don't care how you do that, mm-hmm. but go do that. Yeah. And dialogue you know, in, in this particular time and place that we are in right now, dialogue, compassion, hearing each other, person first, that's the most critical thing. And I worry about it dying, you know? And there's people like you and people like me who, who believe in these same things and may be very different in many other ways, but we can have a conversation with each other. And it's sorely lacking, you know, on a national level, even on a state, even in our community. Yeah. And it would be nice to, you know, I'm glad that we're having these conversations that you are, I know that you're out there fighting the good fight in your classroom during sixth hour with this group of kids and also across your day. Yeah. How do we continue this momentum yeah i i know like one thing that i was thinking about when you were telling the story and this is like prideful for me and i sometimes share it in my government class is my dad and i we would for many years we would drive to deer camp together and he and i have different political ideologies Mm -hmm. um and i know that like i know he has strong opinions and i have strong opinions But I remember one time when we were driving to deer camp, we missed our turn by like 20 miles. (laughs) And I'm like, that, that's the kind of, that's the kind of conversation you need to have. Right. And it wasn't, it legitimately wasn't arguing because if it was, one of us probably would have stopped and started tuning the other person out and be like, oh, we missed our conversation. But we were so into what each other was saying and not only what we were, what I was saying, what he was saying, but also listening to what each other was saying that literally time froze for us and we were just able to kind of talk Mm -hmm. for a few minutes and so part of that with my dad is that I think that's a unique relationship that we have that certainly extends to like me understanding him as a person him understanding me as a person but as you said too it's another one of those things that like I think 
kind of pay it forward allows us the opportunity to do is like when we know each other's stories and we've talked about this that if you know this person is is having struggles with this and that and 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 here's the spot that they currently exist and then you can wake up in the morning knowing that they that's the spot they are and you have potential solutions or you have a network of people who might be able to assist them or you have something you could do and you choose not to do anything about it, I'm not gonna call you out and say like, that makes you bad, but that's still a choice you have. Mm -hmm. And so I think like information is so powerful, but not just what we read in the news, but like information about the people that exist around you and that like knowing that you have in, in you the capacity to help change somebody and to truly like pay it forward, that's really significant. Like, what does that mean? Can I share a quick story? Yes. Actually? Capacity is a word that stands mm-hmm. out. Okay. You know, I just I just want to plunk that in there. I, yeah. I think that word capacity is huge. Yeah. Well, Knowing that you have efficacy, that you can yes, do it, that right. you have the power to do that. Right. Yes, please tell a story. It's, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that. I So I had a story. This was in my first year or two of teaching the class. And I, I've shared the story with at a staff meeting before, so this might be familiar to okay. you. But like... I had a, a student who, as part of their Pay It Forward project, they decided to raise some money and like do things like Pay It Forward old school. Like they each, they each took a chunk of it and then decided what they wanted to do to kind of produce a Pay It Forward experience for other members in their community. And I didn't have a, I had really nothing to do what their choices were, and I didn't really know a ton about what one of this girl, one of the my girls did. Although I knew it was working with the People Center in Spring Lake. The following year, I came back to the People Center in Spring Lake and Karen Reindeers, who runs the People Center, she was there and she's like, I have something really cool to share with you. And she was giddy and I was with all my students and I had no idea what it was. And we walked into one of the temporary housing places that they have there and on the table was a big giant basket. And the basket had like toilet paper and forks and spoons and some food and a whole bunch of like toothpaste and toothbrushes, a whole bunch of get started activities. I know you're you're just moving on. Here's a whole bunch of get started activities. And inside of it was a note. And the note was, it said something to the effect of like, um, a pay it forward class had done this for me. A pay it forward class had uh, done this for me and they um, said, we're going to provide you with a whole bunch of things to help get you started because we know that this transition is super hard. It can be super hard for people. We would just like you to think about paying it forward to a person um, next time. And so that basket, that basket was the person who, the group, the family who didn't have something, who didn't have anything, and then chose to do something for the next family who moved in. And so, of course, that made me, like, super emotional. I was like, that's exactly what I want. Yes. To further it, that that same day, I found out that one of my students in my Pay It Forward class, her family was the benefactor of that basket. And so, like, that day, I remember thinking... I am doing what's right, yes. <laughs> right? It yes. is like there's too the many. The universe is yes, speaking. Yes, there's there's too much there that would just be coincidence. Uh-huh. Like that is like overwhelmingly telling me continue doing exactly what you're oh, doing. That's so so that story, I tell that story now to every pay it forward class because I think it's like impactful and it it teaches also me or gives me the opportunity to teach them 
capacity, right? Like yeah. this is what a student mm-hmm. did and the ripple effect that it had, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And mm-hmm. each one of you has that same capacity because they probably didn't know mm-hmm. that it was going to extend to this and that it would impact somebody else who was in the class the next year. That's crazy. But that's so cool. But when your heart and your head is in the right spot, yep. really good things can happen. Yes. And that's proof of that. And I, so I'm an English teacher, right? So everything comes back to literature. In, in To Kill a Mockingbird, Jem says... Why is that jury like that? Why is that so messed up? And Atticus says, if you were, if you and kids like you were on that jury, Tom Robinson would be a free man. And and what you're doing is showing kids this way, and that it when you when you take care of other people, it takes care of you. And when you share of your you know, whatever you can do, whatever you're passionate about, yeah. it's going to come back tenfold. I mean, it grows everybody. Yeah. What What's interestingly and super simple about what you just said that I think was another lesson that I learned is we, you and I had this conversation quickly before we started talking, um, but... The, there's this quote that's out there that people talk about West Michigan nice or even Grand Haven nice. And once you remove those blinders, you see Grand Haven for what it is. It is an amazing and beautiful place to live. Like I love that I get to call this place home, but we like every other city and place in the country have problems that we need to deal with. And so when we reveal those problems, then we understand that it's up to us as neighbors of each other to yeah. help each other out. We're family. We're all family. And, and that's, Part one of the pay it forward class is exposing them to that. But the other thing that's interesting is that at the end of the semester, my students' end of semester project, we don't call it a final exam. A lot of times they're seniors, so they don't have to take the final exam. (laughs) But it's a presentation to their parents and some members of the administration or community so they can see what they've done. And I've had multiple parents, after the presentations are done, in this hour and 20 minutes say, is there any way you can make a class like this for parents or adults in our community? Because like that was like amazing. I think if A, they loved being exposed to what they were exposed to, but then also B, seeing the transformation come from their kids' mouths in front of a group of people, it makes them understand the significance of what what the class can be and how much growth can happen and the capacity of human beings, no matter if they're 18 or 45, of what kinds of things they can do. So that was another one of those moments where I'm like, yep, this is right. right. This is right. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and it is. It feels, when I listen to you talk about it, it feels well in my soul yeah (laughs) you know like this is and these kids they they settle into themselves because they know that too and and again like we're so focused on our differences but essentially i think all people want to be good Mm -hmm. all people want to do good Mm -hmm. we get distracted yeah we don't know what we can do we don't have Mm -hmm. the capacity like that it gets in our way sometimes. We feel busy. We worship at the altar of busy. Yeah. COVID has showed us a little bit. Like, yeah. slow down. Take a moment. Family matters. Like, just anytime you get that reminder, it it, it puts you on the path again. And I think that's key. Yeah. I think you make a really good point. I think the other part of that, too, is that 
these kinds of things, especially when you're being exposed to the world in which you live and understand that you have the opportunity to change, there is, there, if, you're, if you're in the right mindset, that can actually, that can be burdensome because you can carry that and say, I can't just sit on that. So the truth is that the other side of this is that there's then created in you, you can call it a fire, which is what I hope it can be, but I can also feel like a, a big, burden. yes, like a, like <laughs> yeah. a giant sack of rocks. Like now yeah. what do I do? And so and it ho- is hopefully, sometimes. yeah, and, and maybe it's both, but the thing that, and it feels that way for me every semester, I, I sometimes think I'm like, I tell Same my, every day, just yeah, in yeah. general, <laughs> I, I'll have a conversation with my wife, Abby about this. And I'm like, I, this might be my last time. I say that with about three weeks left in class yeah. and then they, all of their projects get done. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and then I have the opportunity, I have them write a paper and this is between you and me and anybody else who listens, <laughs> but I have them write a paper and it is 95% for me, 5% for them. I want them to do the reflection and kind of like understand the significance, but it restores me to see what they've learned through the process. And as soon as I start reading this paper, I'm like, I'm ready, mm-hmm. but we can do that again. Do these go in order? Cause I have something else that's kind of like that I'm thinking about. One of the things that like, one of the things that the class gives me the opportunity to do too is since we have, this is pay it forward, but once we have the opportunity to listen to and have all these like conversations with people, the stories lead to like seriously intense conversations that you have in class. Like there's no trying to figure out how to have hard conversations. The hard conversations are just there. Yeah. And they don't, they're not teacher led. Sometimes you'll have kids that just step up and they just start doing stuff. Some of my best moments at Pay It Forward have been those. I was gone one day. Um, This was several years ago and I needed to miss on a Friday. I think one of my kids was sick or something like that, but it was a surprise absence. And I was like, I told myself, I was like, they should be working on their projects, not really sure what's going on. And I came back the next day and the way they had spent their time is one by one, each of the groups had come forward and talked about what progress they had made and then the, all the rest of the groups listened and talked about um, networking solutions. I oh know some, gosh, yeah, no, 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 right? I know somebody <laughs> who can help with that. Oh, I hear you're struggling with this. Have you thought about this? And now that's become my every Friday thing. We do that where people share kind of what the status is and we see if there's any solutions in the broader group of how to network and who to talk to. And sometimes it's somebody's mom or sometimes it's somebody that you know who lives down the street. So. Those conversations become so intense that they lead to other things. So what I tell the kids is this is not what qualifies me as a teacher. I don't have super training, but you like me, we're parents. And just because of our age and our experience, there's things that we know that that they don't. And that doesn't make us more intelligent. It just makes us older and and wiser, right? Yeah, Yeah, different resources. (laughs) And so, and sometimes those conversations are difficult to have with your own kids even though you know like you can provide wisdom to them and you do your best to do that and kids are often if you're sincere open to that but it's also really good when you have other adults that are in their life and and that are present for them Mm -hmm. that can provide those same levels of wisdom that are reinforcing and sometimes you hear your kids say guess what this person told me and you're thinking to your husband or wife 
We've told them that the same thing for three years, but I'm glad they heard it from somebody and else, heard it. right? And heard it. it. Yeah. So it gives us how the, many emails have you gotten like oh, that from oh, parents? Seriously, <laughs> I gave so, them this advice. Thank you. <laughs> it gives us the it gives us the opportunity to have conversations about communication yeah. and how do you talk to people and how are, how do you live an authentic life so that you don't you don't have to feel like. I have to be this way on my social media or for this group of friends and I have to be this way for another group of friends. It gives you the opportunity to talk about relationships and the significance of those and what that looks like. It gives you the opportunity to take and look at the, um, the, the be, being content in the moment in which you live and making sure that in that level of contentment that if you don't choose to live that way, then you'll miss out on all the small things. And working with seniors in the second semester, you and I both know this, that so many of them are forward focusing on spring, on graduation, on college next year, on just being done. But that means that you don't wake up in the morning saying, today I, get, I got to sit next to my best friend again that I've had for since fifth grade, and he told me a joke and I laughed my rear end off. Mm-hmm. And being content in that moment and slowing the train down allows you to recognize the significance of that moment and making sure that life doesn't pass us by. What a crazy, amazing lesson to learn at 17 or 18, right? And not have to wait till you're 45. So the things that I love is it gives me the opportunity as just a person who's older and present in their life to talk about those things that I've learned that hopefully they can kind of push to their younger selves and learn those things earlier so they can like live those things through at a long for for many more years right they don't they don't have to walk through all of the the steps to get there some of that sometimes that's important mm-hmm. but if we can talk about effective ways to communicate with your friends effective ways to communicate with people that you care about that's that's really super significant so well i would like to say thank you very very much I think we have to end it here. <laughs> um, it has been truly a joy and a pleasure. Thanks, and Angel. I look forward to another conversation with you hopefully sometime soon. You're doing good work. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Share Chair. Listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com, for more.